Okay, well, hello. Stop, because we're going to start. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music, which is what we call, you know what I'm saying, fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start out there with. With that being said, let's go ahead and get this show started with our first song of the day. Y'all know how we get this show started, so let's go ahead and get a little music going. Yeah. 
Sounds good to me, good to me. I want to hear you just a little louder, please. Oh, clap your hands. Now stop singing and jump up and clap them. Come on. Good morning. Let me give a greeting. Let me give a greeting. Good morning. Oh, good morning. Bless God. Bless God. Bless God. Welcome, 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 welcome to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, somewhere working out. Maybe you've called off work, or maybe, you know what I'm saying, you don't got a job, and maybe you just off work today, because technically it's Columbus Day, it's Indigenous People Day, so you know what I'm saying, we're supposed to be off work, but hey, it is what it is, we're going to bless God anyhow. With that being said, listen, it's time for us to go ahead and kick in, we're going to normally kick in with, you know what I'm saying, a song then prayer, but I just feel like, you know what I'm saying, we should kick it into just another song real quick, and then I'm going to pray, because I don't know about y'all, but this is a blessed Monday. This is a Monday that I'm glad I'm still here. Today is the ninth day of the 10th month. And I believe that God is getting ready to move because I don't know about y'all, but I believe that God moves through numbers. And there's something interesting that I see through the numbers of what God is doing on today. And I just want to go ahead and cut to another quick song just so we can get ourselves together right before prayer. And then we come in right right back do me a favor if you're already in the room if you're on the website if you where, wherever you're listening from just go ahead and ping somebody in share the room with somebody and let them know oh profit live profit live and we live and y'all know when i speak we speak amen all right let's go mm-hmm. 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 
woke up, that's enough. Look in the mirror, brush off the dust. Talk to me nice, don't interrupt. Don't need to settle, I'm on another level. Yeah, I'm done with feeling low. Don't take it personal, this life's a miracle. Yeah. So I look up, we're marching up. Don't need to settle, I'm on another level. Yeah. Cause when it's cool or it's rough, I know you fill up my cup. You give me more than enough. I, 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 I. So no, I'm turning the page. Don't see no other way. Ain't nothing else I can say. Wake up, it's a new day. Uh, wake up, it's a new way. Uh, sunshine on your face. Uh, wake up, it's a new day. Uh, I'm done with feeling low. Don't take it personal. This life's a miracle. Wake up, it's a new day. Uh, wake up, it's a new day. Uh, no need to worry about tomorrow. He's got a plan and it is cruel. I mean, I know the how, but I know the who. Talk to the Lord about it every day. Blessings, all blessings come my way. Yes, if I DNA, it's a party. Yeah. Ain't nothing else I can say. Wake up, it's a new day. Yeah. Wake up, it's a new day. Yeah. Sunshine on your face. Yeah. Wake up, it's a new day. Yeah. I know you feel the low. Don't take it personal. This life's a miracle. Wake up, it's a new day. Come on, come on, come on back real quick. Good morning, because it's a new day. Wake up. Come on, give yourself a hand clap of praise. Come on. Get, get, come on. Let's applaud you and God. Amen. Because he woke you up this morning. So we give him praise for you and him. Amen. Amen. Because you got a purpose, a mission, and a destiny. Good morning. All right. All right. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, somewhere working out, maybe you called off work today. We still want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way, meaning with the right music, right people, right inspiration, right attitude, right mindset, all that good right stuff. Listen, I ain't starting my day off the right way because my little dog, Princess, want to act like she just not called of God today. But hey, we're gonna we're gonna still rock out. Amen. Princess, you gotta stop. You're a prophet. You're a woman of God. You gotta stop out there barking. Come on. Women of God don't do all of that. Uh, amen. 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 No, no. Come on, come on. 
We're going to usher you on out the church. Hallelujah. All right. With that being said, let's go ahead and tap into prayer because y'all know how I am. I like to start my day out with prayer and not with, you know what I'm saying, a barking dog because, you know, I don't know. Y'all know I'm trying to be a parent or whatnot. But, hey, it is what it is. We're going to start our day off blessed. With that being said, let's go ahead and kick it into, you know, our prayer moment. And then right after prayer, of course, we're going to kick it into another song. And if you haven't already, I know I'm going to always ask you, go ahead, share your own opinion home, invite somebody into it because it's a safe, positive space. And we're going to start our day off the right way. So I'm going to go ahead and kick it into prayer. We're going to kick my dog out and then we're going to have a great old day. Amen. Amen. Let's go. God, we thank you. God, we thank you on this morning for your grace, your glory, and your peace. God, we arise this morning to just thank you for all that you've done, all that you're doing, all that you're about to do. God, before we ask you for anything, we want to thank you and give you glory and honor and praise for everything that you have done. Father, for you are merciful, you are kind, you are sovereign, you're peaceful. God, you're forgiving, you're loving, God, and you're just gracious. So we thank you right now, God. We come before you with humble approach, God, giving you glory, honor, and praise for who you are. Father, we thank you. In this moment, God, we just thank you for a new day. We thank you for the grace of today. God, we thank you that you let us arise on today, even as we slept and we slumbered, God, that you protected our kids, our family, our finances, that you protected everything connected to us, oh God, and that we woke up in the same way that we went to sleep. God, we thank you, oh God. And Father, even in this moment, God, we want to take a moment to repent for every sin, transgression, and iniquity. Father, anything that we may have done, oh God, to keep us away from your presence, to keep us away from you, God, to, to separate us away from opportunities or anything, oh God, that is peaceful and good. God, we repent right now of it and we ask that you will change us. God, creating us a clean heart and renewing us a right spirit that we may be effective in what you have called us to do. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, God. Because even as we go forth on today, we ask that you will move in a way that only you can move. God, we ask that you will stir up the gift that is within us and cause us to be effective in our calling, cause us to be a blessing in our calling. God, cause every person that is connected to us to benefit from the gift that you have placed in us. God, we thank you, oh God, for new connections, new contracts, new opportunities, new clients. God, we thank you for sales, bonuses, and commission. God, we give you glory, honor, and praise on this morning. Father, we walk into this day as we walk into your presence. Humble, but with boldness. And we thank you, God, because we ask that you'll move on today. Show up on today. God, move in the only way that you can move. Throw your weight around, God. Have your way in this place. God, we thank you. Because it's through your power, through your love, and through your grace that only you and you alone show up. And we thank you, God. Because as we pray, we believe by faith that it is so. We believe by faith that no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. God, we ask that you'll continue to step in. Show up, show in, show our light. The light that you are placing us, God, we ask that you'll move. And we give you praise. We give you honor and we give you glory. God, I ask that you'll touch every person under the sound of my voice. God, let their light shine. 
Let their light be amplified. Touch them in a way that only you can touch them. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Oh, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Give God praise. Give God praise. I don't know about y'all, but I love the Lord. I'm just trying to tell him. Listen, good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, someone working out, maybe you caught off work today, maybe you don't got a job, whatever the case may be, I still want to make sure that you're starting your day out the right way, meeting with the right people, conversation, inspiration, attitude, mindset, all that good stuff. With that being said, it's time for me to get into another song. Yeah, I ain't even gonna cap. I gotta just worship because I love this hour. Like the eight o'clock hour, it's just about us worshiping. I don't care if people in the room, out of room. I don't, you know what I'm saying? It's just about us worshiping and us giving our time to God because I don't know about y'all, but I believe in the daily devotionals. Like we don't talk about that too much in church nowadays because we want, you know what I'm saying? We want to go to church, pay our tithes and offer, we want to go home, shout out. No, I don't, I don't do all of that. If I can't shout in my house, why I'm finna go to the church to shout? Like I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out because the Bible let me know that I'm the temple, so I need to be able to add that shout in me, not in the church. It need to be in me, in my house, in Walmart, in talk, wherever I go. My shout gonna be in me. I'm just saying because I'm the temple. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna stop, but you know, I'm get to cut to the next song because you know what I'm saying. I'm supposed to be preaching, we supposed to be worshiping, but I'm just trying to get our worship to another level because truth be told, if we can worship, you know what I'm saying, God in, in His totality, then guess what? He'll show up in our life in His totality. Not saying He ain't already there in His totality because I believe He is. But truth is, we gotta recognize it. We gotta walk into it. You know what I'm saying? It's His grace, His love, and His mercy that's shown on us. So we gotta. Continue to make it bright and shine. But like I said, hey, I'm going to go to my next song. But do me a favor. If you haven't already, invite somebody to the podcast. Like, this is the whole podcast. Let them know that you're listening. Let them know there's this young black man who love God, you know what I'm saying, and love people. And he'll be, you know what I'm saying, like, this is just let them know that we having fun. And this is something positive for you to listen to. You know what I'm saying? It's a little preachy, but it's a little ghetto, too. So at the same time, you know what I'm saying, they're going to like it, but they're going to also love it. So, yeah, we're going to get to our next song. But if you haven't already, go ahead and share the room. Ping some people in the room. Tag some people. Like, comment, share, whatever you want to do. In Jesus' name, this episode is brought to you by The Limitless science.com with that being said here we go because we're going to worship always come on can you lift up your voice come on, lift up your voices father i trust you father i trust you it's 8.30 a.m. It's time to stand up, stretch, and make you some breakfast. And Father, I need you. Can't do life without you. Father, I need you. Always. Who has that testimony in the room? Sing it with us, Father. Father, I trust you. Father, Father, I trust you. You got it, Father. Father, I 
Somebody say, always. And sing, Father, I need you. Can't do life. You got it. Father. Somebody say, always. Hallelujah. The next part. Is just going to ask him to heal us. Say, Father, please heal me. Father, please heal me. Anybody need healing? Father, Father, please heal me. Come on, somebody in the hospital room, make this your prayer. Father, please heal me. Always. Come on, sing, Father. And ask him, and bring me the victory. Hey.
direct me. God, I want you to direct me. Yeah. Lift up your voice, praise Come on, even in the darkest moment of your life, I need you to ask God to be with you. Yeah. So, Father, I trust you. Father, I trust you. Father, I trust you. Oh, this is what I told him at five o'clock in the morning. And, Father, I need you. Can't do life without you. Father, I need you. Can we sing that corporately without any music? Every voice say, Father, I trust you. Father. Oh, yes. Lift that up. Father. Always. And Father. Can't do life. Sing, Father. Always. Can you lift up your worship in this moment? Oh, yes. I mean, can y'all just give God a hand clap of praise? Come on. Come on, y'all know how. Let's give, let's give God a hand clap of praise. Give God a hand clap of praise. Y'all know how. I'm sorry. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, we just gotta honor God. I just, I just believe in honor Him a little bit, uh, just a little bit. Come on, come on, like, cause yeah, He's been too good for us always. He's blessed us. We've walked with Him always. He's always been there. So I just give Him honor. I give Him glory, and I give Him praise. With that being said, welcome to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, so I'm working out. Maybe you called out work today. Whatever. The case may be we still want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way meaning with the right people right conversation right inspiration right attitude right mindset all that good right stuff because i just believe by faith that when you start your day out with a little god with a little gospel with a little jesus with a little holy spirit you know what i'm saying things tend to go a little bit but i'm not saying you're gonna have no ups and downs no bumps and bruises no hang-ups head-ups hiccups all the, you know what i'm saying all them them ups you know what i'm saying you might have some mess up whatever the case may be i just believe that if you start your day out with god things gonna work out a little bit better with that being said you know what I'm saying? it's time for us to get into the scripture of the day all right so scripture of the day scripture of the day comes from deuteronomy chapter number 13 starting at the fourth verse and i'm gonna read it from the new king james version brought to you by biblegateway.com it's deuteronomy chapter number 13 starting at the fourth verse and i'm gonna read number four alone uh and it reads you shall walk after the lord your god and fear him and keep his commands and obey his voice you shall serve him and hold fast 
to him. I'm going to stop right there because that's all it gave me for today. But you know what? I I, I thank God for it because I give you all my dissertation every day. I tell you that, you know, I'm nobody's pastor, doctor, theologian, all this other stuff. But I do believe that I'm God's prophet, God sent. So I'm going to read it from one more translation. I'm going to read it from one more version. And then I'm going to go ahead and break this thing down. And we're going to cut to our next song because I believe by walking in faith, you know what I'm saying, giving my understanding of what the scripture has already given us. And it says, serve the Lord your God and fear Obey his commands, listen to his voice, and cling to him. That's that. That's it. That's all the scripture says. That's what it gives us on today. So I'm, I'm going to give you that as it gives it to me. It says, serve the Lord your God and fear him alone. Mm. Lord, have mercy. It says, obey his commands and listen to his voice and cling to him. All right, and I'm going to stop right there because a lot of us cling to the wrong people. A lot of us cling to the wrong hymns. A lot of us cling to the wrong she's. A lot of us cling to the wrong person. But the Bible lets us know that serve him and fear him alone. Obey his commands and listen to his voice and cling to him. And guess what? The rest of it we ain't going to have to worry about. And I ain't going to mix scripture up and correlate it with another scripture because we have one scripture today to today to work on and this is deuteronomy 13 chapter yeah chapter number 13 so at the fourth verse and it lets us know to serve god and god alone give your all to him cling to him fear him and fear him alone fear no man fear no woman fear no thing fear no possession fear no place fear nothing but fear him and him alone obey his commands and listen to his voice and guess what as you cling to him I believe that by faith that he's going to open the door for you. He's going to bless you. The Bible lets me know in another scripture, Mama Land, it says, what father would give his son a snake when they ask for bread? So I believe by faith that as I continue to serve the Lord alone, as I begin to fear him alone, as I begin to obey his commands and not my own, not my mama's, not my daddy's, not my sister, not my brother, you know what I'm saying? But as I continue to obey his commands and listen to his voice and not everybody else's voice, guess what? Then I continue to hear. Then I continue to walk. Then I continue to be all that he has called me to be. With that being said, I'm going to go ahead and stop right there. I'm going to cut to my next song because it's time for us to go ahead and get into our next song break. You know how it is in this room. We got to get in as much music as possible because once 9 o'clock hit and everybody started bombarding this room, then guess what? We'll probably never hear music again, which is why I love this 8 o'clock hour because we get to get our praise and worship in. We get to have fun. And I just miss y'all. I've been busy because, you know, I've been working too. But, hey, so is everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Granted, I'm the curator of this room but you know i'm not the only one in here and we build value from each other which is why you know i'm trying my best to make sure my schedule is accommodated for this room because guess what i believe in the purpose that god has given me you know what i'm saying it don't pay me it don't do nothing for me but give me you know food for thought <laughs> amen but at the end of the day guess what we're still blessing god and we're still being a blessing to people and guess what i dare not devalue the gift that god has blessed me with with that being said i'm gonna go ahead and kick it to another song do me a favor if you haven't already please ping some people in the room share the room and we're gonna go ahead and get this thing started you know what i'm saying because after this we're gonna get into you know what I'm saying? A motivational minute, or we probably gonna go ahead and cut it in to check in because it's time for us to go ahead and check in. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I, I be want to wait till nine o'clock hit because I don't want to start checking back over, Mama Land. You know what I'm saying? But don't be want to start it over. But truth is, hey, when people show up, people show up. So we're gonna continue to bless God in the house. But you know, it's New Music Monday. 
it's a Monday. We recapping the weekend and all that other good stuff. So I'm going to go ahead and cut, cut it to like a new song. It's technically not new, but at the same time, what's sometimes new to me is ODI. was ODI and sometimes new to me. So I'm going to go ahead and play it, and then we're going to come on right on back so we can check in and have our motivation in a minute. Let's go. I'm closing chapters. Uh -oh. I'm turning pages. Glory to glory. From faith to faith. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. I'm getting older. But I'll keep it straight. Yeah. It hurts to let go. But it hurts for to stay. I'm moving on.
how church can we end it? I know your love makes us the best. That's about right. My love ain't on.
other people don't know where to help you in. But hey, it is what it is. So yeah, I'm sorry I'm running off fantastic. I haven't had anything for breakfast yet because you know, once y'all start eating is when I start, you know, I mean, well, once y'all start talking is when I start eating, you know what I'm saying? Because I get fed spiritually and naturally just by listening to y'all. So I'm going to eat when y'all, you know what I'm saying? When y'all begin to talk when y'all. Yeah, that's how my morning go go. As far as the weather, y'all know fall is here. I kept saying for the last week that it's been creeping on in, but man, fall is actually here. I don't know about y'all, but I woke up this weekend and I was like, hold on, let me turn the heat on. <laughs> Anybody else? Is it just me? I woke up and said, Mama Land, let me turn the heat on in the house because, uh, yeah, it, it's just not giving. It's, it's, it, it wasn't what it was. It's 51 degrees right now with a high of 76. So we're going to get a little bit of sunshine. We're going to get a little bit of warmth. But I ain't going to cap. It's hoodie season. It's hoodie season. Go ahead and throw your hoodies on. Throw your sweatpants on, depending on where you got to work. You might have to throw a blazer on and some nice, you know, like a little, little pantsuit. You know what I'm saying? Throw your pantsuit on. Do whatever you got to do to look decent at work because right now, I'm probably going to go in there with, like, some sweatpants and a hoodie on because it's hoodie season. But, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's the weather. That's the breakfast. And that's how I'm starting my morning. Do me a favor. Like I said, pull to refer to you guys are in the room. If you haven't already, ping somebody in the room. I ain't asking you for a donation. I ain't asking you, you know what I'm saying, for anything else. But I do want you to spread the gospel. I do want you to share positive vibes. I do want you to bless somebody else. Is that okay? All right. So do me a favor. Share the room. Pick some people in the room. And we're going to keep on. Mama Lynn, I'm throwing it over to you. How you doing this morning? Go ahead and check in. Do -do -do -do. It's on you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I hope you all can hear me. I am uh, trying to work. Yay! Uh, I am in a super good mood. I have to laugh this morning. Oh, Lord, Lord, done blessed my soul this morning with new revelation. Uh, so, you know, I'm on a high. So, yeah, that's good. Breakfast is coffee. Uh, that's good. Um, hmm. The temperature here is cold. I don't even know what it, I, it's cold. It ain't, it ain't going no higher than about 60. It's cold. <laughs> Mama Lynn, what you say? It's cold. It's just cold. It's cold. It's cold. It's cold. And uh, I'm trying to figure figure this out. I don't, anybody know me know that Mama don't like cold. It is 46 degrees here. Mama don't like cold. And the high is only going to be 64. I had a, a great weekend. Uh, the funny thing is, I got lost going to church yesterday, y'all. And that was so funny to me. How you got lost going to church, Grandma? <laughs> okay, so Micah and 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 and, and Japer were ministering at this church. Uh-huh. So I'm going to go. Uh-huh. I know the neighborhood. I know everything around it. Uh-huh. But. What they did not say, because Mike and them had to admit they got lost too, because they was like, <laughs> the church did not say was they have a church within a church. Oh, you know, okay. These churches are beginning to rent out spaces, spaces. right? And they yeah. didn't say that. I mean, I'm riding circles around this church. I done <laughs> in the neighborhood. I was 30 minutes late. I was 
like, what? And found him, I see this little sign telling me the church here. I'm like, what? So, but that was the most funniest thing. Uh, I could, I, I wasn't upset. You know, you, you most people, when they lay for church, they in the tilly. I wasn't in no tilly. I, all I could do was laugh. As it was really funny to me. But uh, other than that, service was good. I did miss the part where my uh, daughter-in-law was leading praise and worship because I was late. Oh, Japeru uh, led praise and worship? Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. So uh, I was late, but that's okay. We went out to dinner. Um, I treated my oldest granddaughter. I paid for her meal. And did they stream the service? Yes, they did. Uh, okay, I have to, to um, yeah, I'm, I have to get you the name of it. We, if Mike can pop up in the room, he can tell us. But uh, other than that, my weekend was great until I went to go buy gas. And I'm a Sam's Club member. And I stick my Sam's Club card in the thing and it said, you have to pay. You renew your membership. I pulled my card out. <laughs> I'm right now because I don't. I, what money I have is allocated for something else, so y'all gonna have to wait till I get paid. So that, my weekend was great, as you can tell. I am in a great spirit, and I had to tell y'all about that revelation if we have time. But I'm blessed. I am so blessed in so many ways that it's unreal. So, yeah, I can't wait to hear about everyone else weekend. And, uh, Prophet, you can start a store with all that stuff you collected over the weekend and the week. So, well, truth be told, <laughs> it was a convenience store, like, um, conference. So, that's why I got all that stuff. I'm going to tell you all more about it, you know, as we get to the weekend rewind. But, yeah, people don't know, like, I have so many opportunities that walks into my life. And one of those opportunities was working at, you know, the National Association of Convenience Stores. Literally, that's what, uh, what is it? NACS, that's what I worked. It was the NACS show or conference. And literally, they had everything that you can find in a gas station at the, like, there at that show and every person you know i work in the marketing field every person had their marketing set up so if you follow like my instagram and stuff like that you will see where i was meeting with the ceos the the vice president of marketing of you know of of of, of <laughs> trojan like it's a random company but like it's all the stuff that you like um the the pork rhymes the skins the the the, the dude who produced his own skins like pork rhymes he was there like all those people and it was just an amazing opportunity like i said i'll tell y'all more about it later but you know mama land you seen the pictures i literally still got a whole table full and that was after you know my friends and all that had came over and got they supply of stuff because truth is you know me i always try to bless the people who closest to me first you know what i'm saying with stuff so they came over and got bags of stuff and then after they got bags and stuff that's when i actually set the rest of it out on the table and said okay well this is what i got left you know and seeing who else want the rest of it because i ain't finna eat all of it and granted i eat a lot but no no i ain't finna eat all that junk food i'm finna give me some groceries <laughs> yeah you can get that stuff for first aid kits that yeah 
I'm talking about first aid kits. Uh, they had medicine. They had candy. They had gummies. They had breakfast. Like, it's some oatmeal down there. They was giving out chicken broth because Campbell's was in there. Like, Campbell's was out there giving whole cans of chicken broth, whole cans of uh, soup. I got some cream of mushroom down there. <laughs> yeah, I know. I cook. So, when my cook out, I was like, hold on. Let me get some of these cream of mushroom. Let me get some of this cream of chicken, this chicken broth by Campbell's. And y'all just giving it out for free because in the store, it's like $2.30. 39 cent a can. Let me go ahead and. <laughs> oh, yeah, I racked up in Jesus' name. <laughs> so, I can't. It was, it looked fun. I can't hear. wait to hear about the rest. I'm going to get off so everybody else have a turn to speak. And uh, it's good to be back. Love y'all. Love you too, Mama Lynn. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right, Nick, I'm going to throw it over to you. Go ahead and check in for us. Tell us how you feeling. How you starting your morning off. He might not be there. Okay, he might just be listening today. Okay, well, hey, with that being said, I definitely understand. I understand. I understand. And, hey, it's 9 o'clock. Yes, ma'am? It's Columbus Day, right? Yeah, we're supposed to be out of work. Why the post office closed? Bank it's closed? Yep, it's Columbus Day. It's Indigenous People Day, technically. It's supposed to be a holiday, which, you know, I guess we don't celebrate Columbus Day or Indigenous People Day. Indigenous that, people, yeah, because he didn't discover America. But I think, but that's why they changed it to Indigenous People Day. It's supposed to be Indigenous People Day now. But it was originally Columbus Day. And, of course, the kids and stuff got out of school because, you know, it was Columbus Day. He discovered America or whatever the case might be. That was the story that was told to us. But, of course, we all know history develops and, and education develops. So now it's called Indigenous People Day. But, you know, I don't think people get off for Indigenous People Day. We don't. I don't. Don't you uh, work for the post office too, though? No, I work for the mail room at, at Oh yeah, at okay. But y'all a corporate the company that dang get you out of their house? No, them people at work. Oh. Well, they I'm glad. We, we we go by the union schedule. Mm. So if the union working, we yeah, work. working. Yeah. It's a floating holiday for the union people. It ain't floating for us. Um, and then on top of that, uh, some schools are in. I didn't know that. Hmm. That's interesting. You say you didn't go to school. I mean, well, they need to go to school. They be having too many days off anyway. <laughs> they be having too many days out anyway. <laughs> you know, it's homecoming up here for a lot of schools, and my daughter had an interesting conversation with me last night. She was like, Ma, when you went to homecoming, did they serve you food? And I'm sitting there looking at it like, huh? And she was telling me at one school here, uh, they served the kids pizza and they had water. And oh, I was nice. like, I, I, you know, I graduated from high school 50 years ago. So I don't remember none of that. You did good to have a homecoming dance in the gym. Right. We had yeah. the gym and our drink was water from the water fountain. Yeah. Okay. 
You're right. You're right about that. I was gonna say like that should be common nowadays because we was getting a little bit nicer. You know what I'm saying? In my era, because I'm a little bit younger than you. You know what I'm saying? My blend, but even still for homecoming, it was a stretch for a lot of us. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes we had it, sometimes we didn't. And then even when we did have it, or even when we did have it, you know what I'm saying? We had to make sure that everything was appropriate. Because back in that day, early nineties, you know what I'm saying, whatnot. They weren't trying to do too much. It's only, I think, since maybe, I guess, the 2000s that we would, you know what I'm saying, that we, ex, I wouldn't say expose our kids, but, you know, we expose our kids to a lot more. So they're not sometimes used to some of the things that we expose them to, but they are kind of aware. So I can definitely understand. But having pizza at the party was kind of like a good thing. I ain't going to cap. I would have, you know what I'm saying? I think a lot of kids need that. They, 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 they really do. She was saying that one parent said if he had known they was going to serve some food, he wouldn't give his kid no $80 so they could go out to dinner before they go to homecoming. He's like, you know, <laughs> hey, I can And I get it. I get it. But I was like, wow, okay. But why? I'm I'm so, <laughs> we could have had some punch or something. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Well, listen, see, and what's crazy is in the black, and I, I won't say in the black community, but in some black communities or in some communities, period, you know, the homecoming dance wasn't a really a, a, a big thing. We only seen those in movies. You know what I'm saying? We seen homecoming in movies. We seen homecoming, you know what I'm saying, on pretend shows. We didn't really see what homecoming was until, you know, some of us got older in life and our kids, well, I don't got no kids, but you know what I'm saying? We got older in life. And, you know, people start being more expressive about it. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's celebrating what homecoming was. You know what I'm saying? So I think, you know, this generation just having fun with realizing what homecoming is and how to have fun in a, I wouldn't say an adult way, but in a child's appropriate way. Because I feel like even my pastor was talking about it yesterday, um, Pastor Mike, he was talking about how his son is in high school and he's getting ready to go to parties. And, you know, back in our day, and my pastor was probably like maybe five years older than me, six years older than me. Um, I don't know. Maybe seeing. I don't know. Anyway, but um, he was talking about how his son is getting ready to go to high school and stuff now, or well, he's in high school, but he's going to parties and stuff now. And in the midst of him going to parties, going to have fun and stuff like that, he's experiencing the anxieties that that our parents went through. You know what I'm saying? Of us going out, going to parties, having fun, saying stuff, talking back, and it's just new to him because you know. He's going through the same thing that he actually went through. And granted, I'm not a parent, so, you know, I can only live uh, vicariously through everybody else who are parents. But, you know what I'm saying, I understand that because now, here it is, I have anxiety, too, about, you know, my niece going to homecoming because she was talking about the same thing. Oh, well, uh, I'm running for, for what, what she said, I'm running for a freshman president or something like that. And it's so interesting because these kids go through things and it seems so far since we've actually went through those. Like, it's been so long since I've been out of high school. Mom, it's been so long since you've been out of high school. For the people in the audience, I'm sure it's been long since y'all been out of high school too. But seeing our kids, our grandkids and other people go through those same innocent childlike things is so amazing for us to see. So I'm like, I kind of, you know, agree with it. it. It brings a lot of anxiety. <laughs> like my pastor said, it brings a lot of anxiety, but it brings you so much hope because you know that they're living their best life and they're having fun and they're, you know, they're getting to experience some of the same things that we had to go through. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I do. I do. And it's strange. 
That's so strange. strange. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. I didn't lived it through my kids. Now think about it. I'm living it through my grandkids now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that's that's a whole different thing because you got to coach your kids on how to deal with it. Like, <laughs> like you ain't dealt with it. You know what I'm saying? But you didn't dealt with it already. So now you double dealing with it because now you got to coach your kids on how to deal with them. When they did, yeah, okay, I definitely understand. Okay, that makes sense. Now it could get a little weird because now you got three generations of still raising people. <laughs> That's why I love the 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 process of life. I ain't gonna cap; it's an amazing process. But I'm gonna go ahead and throw it over to Keith because you know we gotta finish the check in. I'm supposed to play another song because it was nine o'clock. It's not no seven now, so I'm gonna go ahead and let Keith check in, and then I'm gonna also cut into another song. Shameless plug right before Keith go ahead and jump in. He's got a live recording happening October 21st. I don't know where y'all going to be or where y'all at, but if you anywhere close to Sumter, South Carolina, that's how I say it, Sumter, South Carolina. There you go. I'm a little country. I'm a little got But anyway, if you anywhere close to Sumter, South Carolina, on October 21st, make sure y'all make it to Keith's live recording. He's doing another album, and I'm telling you, he's the only male singer that I know that can sing all the way up to like eight octaves, 12 notches, and 24 keys. I'm just saying, like, he up there. You know what I'm saying? So make sure y'all stop at his live recording, but you know what I'm saying? Keep up and throw it over to you. I was about to get on commercial. <laughs> well, thank you so much for the commercial. Um, good morning, everybody. So it is... 52 degrees. This is my kind of weather. Um, and uh-uh. It's too cold. Oh, no. I like this. Um, but it's clear there's not a cloud in the sky, and hopefully it does not rain. I don't think it's going to rain this week um, for us. I don't believe. With a high of 75 and a low of 44. Um, I am on probably like a 4.3, only because I'm still sleepy. And, um... For breakfast, I don't know what I'm having. And uh, is this the weekend rewind or are we doing that later? No, it's the weekend rewind. You still check in a little bit. Okay, so funny you talked about alumni and stuff like that. So I never go to my alumni weekend, but one of my friends, one of my best friends actually, well, the best friend actually, um, since the ninth grade, uh, she finally decided that she wanted to come down from Raleigh. Um, you know, to kind of go look around, you know, our old high school, which is now our middle school. And, um, you know, I guess just go and look around and see what has changed. And, you know, just want to come back and, um, you know, see where she came from. Yeah. And um, so she brought her husband down and they both came down and, you know, they dragged me out there to alumni weekend. I did not want to go because when I told them <laughs> in 2005, I meant it. Um, Keith, why you want to go? <laughs> I, I don't listen. In 2008, when I graduated, which was over 15 years ago, wow, 15 years ago, when I told those people bye, I meant every word of it. I <laughs> oh, had so you one of them people. When I leave high school, I leave. <laughs> oh, that was it. I wasn't trying to go back <laughs> and see that. nobody. <laughs> or am I one? Or don't? She was like, "Aren't you wondering how some of them are doing?" I said, "No, not really." Um. I, I really don't care. I'm good. I'm glad they're still living, and I'm glad they're still thriving. But do I personally want to go and personally see what's going on with them? Not at all. Not at all. It was. It was. I ain't even gonna say it was fun while it lasted. I'm screaming. <laughs> I ain't even gonna say it was fun while it lasted. 
because <laughs> high school for me was not bad. I was not one of the unpopular kids, but you know, everybody knew who I was. And you know, I was, you know, a little bit bigger than everybody in high school, whatever the case is. So, you know, everybody has stuff to say, but you know, I'm not gonna say that my high school years was horrible because I didn't let that stuff get to me. But at the same time, it was not necessarily pleasant. I mean, I did things. I was on the choir. I was on the band. You know, I had fun, but, you know, I didn't, when, when it was over, I didn't necessarily care to repeat that chapter of my life. Um, so everybody was like, oh, I want to see teachers. No. Oh, I want to see such and such. No, I don't want to see none of y'all. I really don't. I, I hate to be. I just didn't want to. But anyway, I went and um, I saw, but I did realize I grew, you know, a lot. Because there was one particular boy in the seventh grade um, who was in a grade higher than me. This this boy made my life hell. Y'all, I just forgave this boy a couple of years ago. That's how bad it was. You know how you think you forgive something and you really don't, you know, you really don't know that you forgive. You had and to think about that forgiveness. <laughs> I had I really did because something something came up in the service and it said some of y'all still hold it on the stuff from high school. Somebody made your life hell in high school and you haven't forgiven them. You don't even know yet. And I started thinking about it. I said, you know what? There is somebody I have not forgiven yet. And I had to really go to God and I really had to act, open up that box and say, God, I need you to heal me from this area because I didn't even know that I was holding on to this. And then once, and you know, because I realized also with this weight loss journey that I'm an emotional eater. So, once I forgave him, then, you know, I started, like, losing the weight and it started staying off of this and third. So I was like, okay, so that was a pocket I needed to forgive. So wouldn't it be God or it could have been Satan? I don't know. No, what. it was God. That was God, Keith. So <laughs> I walked into the alumni thing. Uh -huh. and first person that ran up and hugged me was that boy. Was that, that boy. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I said... First of all, I was shocked. I said, <laughs> what you want? <laughs> he was like, look like, man, it was so, it's so good to see you. I said, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I'm, I said, um, I'm glad to see that you're well. And, um, you know, I went over to my class table and whatnot. And, you know, I was like, oh, well, look at all y'all. Everybody fat. How y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> Not everybody fat. Everybody. <laughs> everybody spread. I said, oh, look. I said, oh, look at this side of life. <laughs> I said, more. I said, oh, all right, God, I see what you're doing. I said, oh, and then one, because one of the girls used to call me big. I said, oh, girl, you big, too. I said, like, <laughs> and every, you know, all of us, we laughed at what Wait a minute. Keith, you didn't say that to her face, I did you? Sure Keith said, oh, you big, too, now. I was like, oh, look at everybody big. And they was like, so y'all, we're going to try to keep, you know, we're going to try to, um, try to uh, stay in contact. So we want you to write your numbers and your emails and your address, you know, stuff down. Yeah. So I gave them my name and my email. Um. So one of the other boys that caused me pain was like, Keith, you ain't going to leave your number. I said, just email me. If I see it, I'll respond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, I, you know, 
<laughs> I, I enjoyed myself just a little bit. Some people I didn't really care to see, but will I do it again next year? Absolutely not. Why not, Keith? I'm not going back there. I, I'm glad I did. I, I think I did what God wanted me to do. I saw what he wanted me to see, and I'm done. And I'm, I'm glad I'm gone. I'm I'm good for the next. Keith, did you take your wife at least? My wife was not coming out there. You know what? No, I didn't take <laughs> I said, you, you know, go again and take your wife next time. No, I said, honey, you stay home and rest. You don't need to, y'all don't need to, <laughs> y'all don't need to see this. But other than that, you know, it was it was a pretty good weekend. But I will tell you that right after I left, because I was like, I didn't feel like staying out here long. Right after I left, me and my friend, we was going to King Street, which is like twenty minutes from Greeleyville, where the alumni thing was. Right after I left, there was a cop on their way back to the um, place. Apparently, there was a shootout right after I left. Oh wow. So, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Oh, shoot out at the at the at the alumni thing. Mm-hmm. Hold on, y'all too old to be shooting there. I'm t- some people's bodies left the country, but their mind never did. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought it was only young people killing young people. That's how yeah. old people shooting. I said this is. I I don't know what it was beef from back in the day. <laughs> what was going on, but. Nevertheless, if you're it, holding a grudge from 15 years ago, you need to go sit down somewhere. Somewhere. Right. Yeah, you go sit down. It's sad because, you know, when I came out there and um, I parked my car, but when I came out there, I was like, you know what? It's funny. You know, you see some people doing certain things um, that we did in high school, and you was like, wow, you ain't grown at all. Like, there's been no growth or anything. Yeah. You know, like, I thought, you know, back where I'm from in the country, Some everybody put, up. listen, everybody put on, um, like, 22s and 28s and stuff on these old cars that need engine work. And um, I just thought that was a thing in high school. But, you know, I see 40-year-olds and 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 35-year-old my age, y'all still doing the same thing, blasting music from the system, like, going up and down the street. I said, if it ain't got no better, they doing it in their 50s, 60s. Too. I said, what is going on? I said, oh, y'all ain't grown at, y'all ain't grew at all. Y'all just ain't grew at all. But, yeah, it, it was interesting. It was very interesting to see, you know, who matriculated, who didn't, um, who has the same mindset. Some people still stuck in the country. And I just said, you know what, God, on my way back to Columbia, I said, Lord, I thank you. I just really thank you for everything that you have done for me because I am no longer in that place. I left that place before I even graduated, but I just thank God. But no, I ain't going back next year. No, that's it. But, um, yeah, that's my check-in. So, y'all, I just want y'all to know that uh, they trying to get our 50th class reunion together. And normally I work on the committee, but I'm not feeling it this time around. I'm I'm really not. I don't want to uh, be involved in putting it together. It's tedious work. It's hard work. Uh, you know, um, I I just want to sit back and, and 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 participate. I don't want to put it together, but Pray for me. I'm, I'm I'm trying to get it together because they were like, we need you. I did it all the other years, but this year I not feeling it. So that's where I'm at. But I like seeing some of my classmates. 
I miss some of my classmates because they're gone. When I graduated, it was over 600 of us in our graduating class. And that was back in the 70s. So, uh, yeah, um, I'm, I'm excited, but I don't want to do the work. I just want to get dressed up and go. That's all I want to do. So just pray for me. My father, I'm on mute. I thought that was kind of interesting because I don't know. I ain't seeing in my high school people. Like I see them like so I live in Atlanta, of course, and y'all know Atlanta's kind of black mecca, so um I don't know. Like I see them around, but I don't necessarily see none of my people. And when I do see them, I'm kinda like Eve. Hey, how you doing? Good to see you. Granted, I didn't have a bad um a bad life or a bad society. It just Mm-hmm. High school? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I went to so many different high schools. Y'all know I'm a military brat, so I went to, the, you know what I'm saying, like five different high schools, four different states, five states, something like that. So most of the people who I went to high school with, I was there with them for like a year. I know part of them. We met, and that's in the social media era. So we probably still follow each other on Facebook or something like that. But for the most part, mm -hmm. I'm kind of like Keith. I would go, but I didn't. I probably wouldn't want to go. Or I probably, yeah, it just, I don't know, yeah, I don't know. Because I don't got no, I don't even got no beef with people. Even if I think about it, and I'm glad keep kind of addressed it, because now I'm going to have to think about it. Like, is there any old high school beef that I got? Like, college beef that I got? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. But at the same time, that would be something to actually analyze. Because think about it. When we take communion, and the pastor be like, oh, well, there's anybody that you hold the alt against, you won't really never think, like, we won't think about those high school people that terrorized us. You know what I'm saying? We won't think about those old college <laughs> things that terrorized us. But truth is, you know, when you really search your heart, Keith, those are one of the things that, you know, actually be, be like, one of the things that be on your spirit. And that's one of the things that caused you to live with, not necessarily certain traumas, but it caused you to have certain ideologies fixing your mindset. Because truth is, you haven't forgiven that person. You haven't seen that person. You haven't connected with that person. And you haven't addressed that issue that you had, you know what I'm saying, for so many years. So it's just amazing how you can actually go through that growing process of, you know, um, being like being forgiving of him, actually seeing him in person and actually, you know, getting over it. So now when you go next week or not next week, but next year and you go with your wife, because I, I, I decree it and declare it. Next year you're going to go and you're going to take you're going to take um your wife with you and y'all going to have a blast. And you're going to probably see that same person again. And guess what? It's going to be after your live recording. He probably going to be about your CD. He probably going to be a big fan of you then. But like you said, look at how life turns out. Everybody fat. <laughs> the part that got me was he said, dude ran up on him and gave him a hug. Dude don't remember none of the childhood trauma he caused. Right. You. Don't remember none of the he, trauma he called. He don't remember it, but you do. Yeah. That's strange. That's good, how mama. We yep. hold on to stuff. Yep. We didn't let that boy you didn't let that boy sleep in your head all these years rent free. Rent free. And now guess what? Come he on. ran up to you like a fan. <laughs> like a What's not only thing? like a fan, apparently he's been watching me on Facebook for a long time. Yep. And wow. Listening to sermons and all this kind of stuff. And um I was like, wow. See, wow, that was very traumatizing in high school, but I was like, oh wow. 
Okay. You, but that See? shows the impact that, and that's why I tell people, y'all gotta be careful who you devalue because the people you devalue, even yourself, can be so impactful to somebody else. Like Keith, you are impactful to that man. And granted, he probably he probably traumatized you then, but the truth is, you probably kept that man connected to God. And I ain't gonna put it on, you know what I'm saying, too much out there like that. But at the same time, you know what I'm saying? You never know what your influence in that young man's life or in that man's life, period, you know what I'm saying, could have caused. So, bro, that's a, and the fact that you healed over it, you know, you never know what's gonna come out that relationship. Y'all probably gonna be best friends after this. <laughs> That's why you got to go back next year. We ain't going to say all that. <laughs> and, you know, I have seen the people enough for the next 15 years. I'm not going back to another <laughs> alumni weekend. I don't care to do it. Keith, you can go back. Y'all going to be friends. <laughs> mm -mm. You know what? It wouldn't even be because of that. It would, you know, it's just a lot of, when you go back to where, well, if you're like me, you're from a small town. Um, there's a mentality out there that, you know, a lot of people have had that I just really don't care to partake in. Like just some of the stuff, like, you know, with people showing off with their cars and my car almost got hit three times, four times, people burning out and stuff. I just don't, I don't want to fight through all that. And yeah. then when I went back through there at night, cause I had to go back through to see my parents. Some of the stuff I saw when I was going back out there, I thought, oh, there's a different spirit out here. Everybody was naked, and it was cold. So it's just, I don't, that's not my scene. I don't really do big crowds like that anyway. But it was good to see what I saw while I was there. But no, I'm good for another 15, 16, 20, 30 years. Oh, my fault. I'm over you. <laughs> But I'm over here, like you said, 15, 16, 30 years. Just come on now, Keith. Like some of the people, you ain't gonna go to the funerals. Like I, I ain't gonna cap. I look forward to that part of getting old. And I'm sorry because it's a weird topic, but I look forward to that part of getting old. You know how when you get old and sometimes people just be dying and that's a part of life that you got to get used to. And granted, it's going to be sad. It's going to be difficult. But I look forward to like. You look forward to going to the funerals? Yeah, getting invited to the funerals. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> never mind. I, I don't. I don't know how to. Never mind. Okay. All right. I'm serious. That seems like an exciting part. Of, like even now, when I go to a funeral, I'll be in a exciting jokes. Like, yes. I mean, not necessarily excited, but you know, it's interesting going to people's funerals. Prophet. Oh, jeez. Stop talking. Stop <laughs> okay. talking. You're right. Please. Okay. Stop talking. Okay. See, Let me stop. No, you don't. No, you don't. Because, <laughs> see, when my mother was alive, <laughs> and my sister was Mama saying, Lynn, it's sad, but I'm going to celebrate. It's a heaviness, too. It's a heaviness. Because I was taking my mother to funerals and for two months. Every weekend. Not every too weekend. much every weekend. <laughs> every what? weekend. And sometimes twice in a weekend where people she knew for years were dying. And that last one, when her friend died, real good friend, they be up two or three o'clock in the morning talking on the phone and everything. Else, and her friend died. 
And I literally wanted to pick my mother up and put her in my lap and rock her to when I got back to my sister's house with my mother. I looked at my sister's. I said, I'm not doing another funeral. I can't. I'm not doing another funeral. I'm not taking her. You take her or she just won't go because the burden is just so heavy because you're trying to console someone that you 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 don't know how to console because them ain't your friends you you just knew them but uh-uh no you don't see that and that's what i'm talking no, about no. because i that part of my life will not be exciting for me because in my mindset okay i'm looking at all my classmates dying and people who i grew up with are now dying to just this is just me i would just feel like dang when death coming for me? Because, like, the line getting closer. So, or it's just any day now. So, to me, it wouldn't be, like, exciting. It would be kind of depressing. And, you know, I've, I've like Mama Lynn said, I've taken my mama to funerals. People who I grew up with, like, I sat beside them in church when I was uh, five and six years old. People who, you know, slid me candy and stuff in the church to keep me awake because I was falling asleep. And, you know, you start seeing them people, you know, die off and you start going back to churches that you remember going to when you were a child and you look at those same people who you once saw, but, you know. And I agree. I agree. Stuff. Yeah. You're right. But it, it's just, to me, that's just a very hard thing. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I ain't even going to cap. You're right. And maybe I'm just looking at it from a young lens. Yeah, I know. I'm only 30. So, yeah, give me a little grace when I be talking sometimes because I look at it from a young lens of yes I, I i i completely understand what you're talking about at that moment but even still in those moments as a as a believer i feel like hey if he knocking on that on nato he gonna knock on my door soon but i ain't gonna look i ain't gonna i ain't gonna feel bad about it i ain't gonna cap i'm I, and maybe y'all y'all forgive me if i say this the wrong way but you're i'm not looking, saying we're we not saying we don't feel bad we saying we ain't looking forward to doing But that's what I'm saying, that's Mama Lynn. I kind of, and, and I agree with you, because I know you feel bad about it, but that's the, that's what I'm saying. I kind of look forward to it. I ain't even going to cap. As a believer, I ain't scared of death. I'm waiting. If the Lord want to come take me today, Mama Lynn, baby, I'm going I'm to be ready. I'm going to be, what the song say, I'm going to be ready. I'm going to be ready if the Lord want to take me. I want him to take, and I'm going to be ready. But that's what I'm saying. I still look forward to going to other people's funerals because, granted, I don't know if they're going to be ready or not, but I'm going to be ready to see them, you know what I'm saying? Like, not necessarily see them go. Lord, take that. I didn't mean to say it like that. But, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm excited to see life form. I'm, I'm, I, I want to get to y'all ages. Well, you know what I'm saying? We go to some funerals and we see a couple of people. We remember all the good things about them. We remember the bad things about them. And we, you know what I'm saying, honor them for their life. Like, I don't know. I just, I And the repast food ain't all of that no more. <laughs> yeah, that repast food, it's, a, it's, it's, it's gone downhill. That chicken don't hit no more like it used to. Yes. Them, them green beans don't hit like it used to. Baby, and you the, know, them the green dry. beans used to be real good. The green Look, beans don't hit no more. I can go past the repass and go get me something else somewhere else. You know, go get me some food somewhere else. Uh, Pat, look, Pat is one of the type of people who going to stop by the uh, the church's chicken on the way to the graveyard. <laughs> no, no. I, 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 I'm going to go and, because and, and, Ashley, when I had to, 
preacher funeral in Dallas two weeks ago, uh, they didn't have a repass. So I, I you know, I, I hooked up with a brother. Oh, uh, so I've heard about that. Is that something only young people are doing nowadays? No, it, it it was the the family situation was a little bit uh, strife, you know. Where okay. You had some but good morning. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I ain't mean to. My fault to cut you off. Patton, good morning. Let me greet you. Good morning. Right. Good morning. Uh, yeah. No problem. It's all good. Good morning. I just jumped in. You know, I know that's how we do. We just sometimes we jump in, but but I was just laughing at the repass that uh, comment that Mama Lynn said because it's absolutely true. But I'm I want to say this to you on a serious note. Um. I think sometimes with funerals, it reveals how much we don't get together while people are alive. You know, how much time we let that go point. by yeah. uh, of not connecting with people. And I told when we buried my father a couple of years ago, we were very we were very methodical. We were not gonna have folks come in there that my dad ain't talked to in thirty years coming in and act a fool. Mm. That wouldn't happen. Yeah, that was not uh, because you know I was gonna throw you out of there like the Fresh Prince. I, I mean, I, I mean that's just how it was. Now, I did because my father's life had really kind of hit some really rough patches. One of his friends that I knew that he probably hadn't talked to in a while, I had him to officiate the funeral. In fact, I was trying to get his other friend to preach the funeral, and my sisters would not. My sister and brothers would not let me do it. They just wouldn't do it. So I was devoted to preaching my father's funeral. And God had already told me I was going to do it. But, you know, sometimes you just got to, you know, God, he, he put that cup in front of you and it ain't moving. Everywhere the, everywhere you go, the cup go too. But, um, you know, funerals and, and connecting is, is one thing. But I think that some of us, not all of us, but some of us in our community, we have got to do a better job. Uh, keep mentioning, you know, I, I get it. You know, you can move away. Things kind of change. The church you grew up in, you know, they be tripping and they don't want the Holy Ghost in there. They don't want you to speak in tongues. They don't want you to shout. So you don't go yeah. by there because you, cause you know how it is. They, they, they got what they do. But, you know, it's still home because that's where you met God. That's where you was introduced to him. You may have went on to greener pastures and experienced other things. But it's sad that it's got to be the fume, as we say that we reconnect and then we got to eat that nasty uh chicken that tastes like wood like uh uh i think the um uh, a rapper's delight said but, but before i actually get to see and talk to you and i can't even talk to you because you know you laying up there stiff as a board in front of the church you know um i can only just pay my last respects and keep it moving you know but we got to do a better job with connecting with with each other uh, throughout the years, because man, we don't know when our last time is, and so many times I think we really take that for granted. We do, and I think that's something that, like, even you know, because it's you know this month, and we're gonna talk about all spooky stuff this month. I think that's something that we have to address within like the community. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why I say I maybe I'm weird, but I get happy around stuff like that. <laughs> And y'all gotta please don't judge me. But like that's why I say, am I in my funeral? Y'all better be lit. Cause I'm gonna be lit at somebody's funeral. Like I be, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I think I'm like the Jamaicans when they go to funerals. Like we turn up at the funeral. Because granted, I, I realize that us losing this person is sad, it's bad. You know what I'm saying? It's not always uplifting. But at the same time, it is that moment what 
for us to honor this person for the last time. You know what I'm saying? And I think that we got to do a better job of of honoring people. I mean, especially for those of us who don't. I ain't saying those of us because I ain't one of them. But uh, for for those people that are not good at honoring people in their life and who be wanting to act up at the funeral, that be your time to not necessarily act up, but that be your time to actually show your love, honor those people for real. That's why I say I look forward to some of the, the people that, you know what I'm saying? Granted, I may not have hated them, may not have liked them. We may not have been the best. But I look forward to going to some people's funerals. And that sounds sad, but Pastor Jerry, help me out. Like, I don't know. Funerals should not be a sad and spooky, mystical thing. I just don't. Uh-uh, let's turn up at the funeral. Like, let's celebrate at the funeral. Like, it's the funeral of this person. Like, let's give God honor and praise for the life legacy, the career, the children, the gift, everything that this person has left forward. Are we turning up? Are we turning up for Jeffrey Dahmer funeral? I'm just saying. I mean, well, Jeffrey Dahmer one related to me. I don't know Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, and when Jeffrey Dahmer died, he was killed in just cause, apparently, because he was killing people. And the Bible says an eye for an eye. So even still, I'm going to celebrate because the eye for an eye. God's justice still reigned. So, I mean, I'm just saying. Pat, everybody, like, I get what you're saying, but everybody funeral I ain't going to turn up for. But, you know, for the people in my life, yes. I don't think it should always be sad. Well, that that, that was that was a trick uh, rhetorical question. Okay. Uh, I mean, and I didn't mean that you should or shouldn't. Uh, I think that in Prophet Jerry's in the house, he'll probably offer uh, much better commentary than me. Right, because he be working that, funerals too. Sure do. Yeah, I mean, because when you're around it a lot, you know, I mean, I can count almost on maybe I think in my whole pastoral preaching career, I may have maybe four or five funerals that I've preached. I've been to a many, a many, a million of them, I guess, over my lifetime. But, you know, it's just kind of one of those things to where people grieve the way they grieve. Right. Yeah. And everybody's got their way All of doing five, it. And that's yeah. some people got some, you know, from a celebratory standpoint, they'd be on that. I'd be like, mm, wouldn't necessarily do. And if it was something that I knew that people was going to be doing, talking to the dead and, they, you know, necromancer and all that old stuff. Yeah, see, now nah, I ain't in all that. I mean, I ain't going to that yeah. now. You know, right. <laughs> but if that's what they do, I ain't mad. Cause, you know, that's what people do uh, when they don't know things, or depending on what their whole system is. But Prophet Jerry, you, you, you can take this one, Doc, because, uh, <laughs> you know, I know that you, yeah, you'll have so many, se several different things to say. But I, I'm just saying, you know, at least, I mean, when you eulogize, you celebrate some somebody, just make sure that you was really close to that person and that you kicked it with them in real life. Don't come up here yeah. like Weeping Wanda from yeah. good times crying at the funeral and, and, and you ain't know the person or you, you met them one time at the mall and they brought you to the church. What that, rapper said, what that rapper said, the new rule is you can't post a, a person. If you, if you can't post a person when they die, if they ain't post them alive, I'm with them. Yeah. Yep, that's the new rule. You can't post yeah. them when they die if you ain't posting when they was alive. Yeah, outside of if it's a celebrity, you know, I mean, you could, you know, even with the celebrities, if you ain't posting them when they was alive, don't post them when they die. I mean, but that don't mean that you don't respect people. Like, <clears throat> excuse me, when the late Barb Barker passed away, you know, I don't know if I posted anything, but I had some conversations in some some of my social circles on social media where we laughed and we talked about Bob Barker. But I mean, that I mean, a celebrity is different than somebody that may not have True. a platform. But I mean, if you're a fan of somebody and if you're gonna honor them, like that's that, that's that's the point. I think it's a it's a in 
Uh, what's the? I think it's a grievous indifference. I don't know. It's a problem. I want to say it a fancy way, but I can't think of how to say it a fancy way right now. But I think it is a problem if we can honor them when they die or when they die. You know, what I'm after that, like, if, but we ain't honor them when they was alive. That, that's the whole point. I think we gotta honor these people when they're alive. That's what makes the funeral so spooky and so horrible because you didn't honor these people when they was alive. Now you feeling bad because they dead now. No. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. What aggravates me is like like, correct me if I'm wrong. What aggravates me? What what aggravates me is people be posting these celebrities and going all crazy like they actually knew (laughs) these people. Right? Like like, you didn't you didn't know them? You didn't even know Kobe. You, You 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 ain't know him. And 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 the issue today, Dr. Patton is, and what aggravates me what aggravates me is they take the person's death and their post is really not about their death but it's really about them oh you right you right it ain't ain't about you it's about about it's about this person oh my my and you know what i did this at a funeral and I did it because I'm Jerry Williams and wasn't nobody gonna do nothing about it. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> there was this one young man in Jersey, he passed away. Uh-huh. However, he he was, he didn't have Down syndrome, but he was a musician and he had a little deficiency about it. Okay. He was a musician, uh, didn't play as good as everybody, but he knew how to play. He was very good. <laughs> Okay. So when he would come around, people would diss him and dog him and talk about him and laugh at him, you know, but certain people, you know, like myself, I would like, hey, man, come on, let's come on, play. Come on, come on. So he passed away a couple of years, uh, about a year ago, a year ago. So everybody was post. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. My bro. Oh, my God. They asked me to preside the funeral. Do you know what you're doing? Oh, God. So I got up at the funeral and I said to him, first thing I said, let me say this. Be careful how you treat people when they are alive. Y'all did not want him around. Y'all musicians talked about it. Come on now. Come on. Let him play with you. Now, all of a sudden, you crying and carrying on at his funeral. These are tears of guilt. They're yeah, tears of guilt because you didn't treat them right and you ain't do them right. That's Shame good. on you. That's good, Jerry. Ask Pastor Patrick Purcell. I got up there and said it. That's I good. got up there and Jeremy. said it Yo. because they need to know. They need to understand. And I'm gonna say this because I gotta go Home Depot. When oh, you yeah. know how to when you know how to handle life, you'll know how to handle death. Uh, that when you thing. know <laughs> when you know how to handle life, you, you will know, know how to handle death. That's good. You, you sit up there crying and carrying on. You didn't treat that person right. No, you didn't. The, the ones that be falling out and, and tearing up the casket and knocking, those, knocking the flowers over and all that kind of crazy stuff. You don't, you don't know how to handle life. And you're scared. You're scared that if you die, you ain't going to make it. That's but, at, but at funerals uh, or home goings, I know, I know how to handle it. Because I know that uh, Dr. Patton, one, I didn't lose this individual if they were saved. I didn't lose them. We we just exchanged. They just exchanged. Mm -hmm. This is not really life. 
This ain't life. This ain't, this ain't life. This ain't, oh, we're living in the land of the living. No, no, we're not. We're headed, we're living in the land of the dying. The dying. We're headed That's for good. the land of the living. Yeah. You know, so when you know how to handle life, you'll sure know how to handle death. So Pastor, right before you go, right before you go. Right before you go, Pastor, answer this question. So why is it so spooky to us? Because when you look at other countries, other sometimes religions and stuff, they literally like I looked at a Jamaican festival, a funeral or something like that, and, and I think it was even Mexican. And they were celebrating the dead. Like they turning up. Why is it that we think death and like that part of it's so spooky, it's so scary. Because so. they, they understand the concept of they're going to a better place. See, we over here, we're selfish. Let's just, we're selfish. You know, we want the person to stay. Oh, my mother, why don't you take my mother? Look, Negro, if you if you in this life, you're going to die too. The people are scared. It's people, they make it spooky because they're scared of death. When you ain't, when you don't fear death, when you don't fear death, then you'll understand, hey, I ain't got to be standing at the Catholic going crying and crying. They celebrate. Why? Because they understand that they're going to wherever they believe they're going to. That's why. That's crazy. I think that's, I mean, it's not crazy. Prophet, Prophet, you, you, you. That's what I was trying to get you to understand. Uh, when my mother was alive, I had a hard conversation sitting outside on the bench with the Lord. You said, what you mean? I just said to him, if you can't restore my mother back to where she was before this illness, and I don't understand why, because I know you are the great healer. It's because you got other plans, and I just can't see it yet. So I'm asking you to adjust my heart. But I'm going to also ask you, don't let her suffer. Because we was at the point where we were making medical uh, decisions for her life. So I said, if I can't have her back the way she was before, That's good, yeah. then I give you permission to, to take, take her home. Down. Yeah. And then help me to deal help with it. Yeah. Me to deal with it. Yeah. Gird me up. <sighs> if it's today, make me ready. If it's tonight, make me ready. Mm-hmm. And when she passed, I received the call. Not my sister. I received the call. It broke my heart, but he got me together. I knew it was coming. I knew. I seen it on her. And all I can do is say, make me ready. Make me ready. Get me together. Because you know I'm going to have a meltdown. That's my ride or die. So, you know, hey, and then after she passed, I sat around the house looking crazy for a whole six months. Not because she left and not because she took her. It's because I didn't know what to do. I couldn't call her. I couldn't go to the hospital. I couldn't take her to the doctor. 
I'm like, now what am I supposed to do with my time? Because I don't know what to do. Yeah. Because I was a caregiver. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I lost but my your job. Your whole life was shattered. <laughs> I lost my job. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to find a new job and didn't know how to do it. But yeah. But other than that, um, we 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 had to make ourselves ready, you know. I was at the funeral, and everybody crying. Even I'm crying, you know. Everybody crying. But I think the part that hurt me the most was when my sister, just before the you know last viewing, they getting ready to close, look ass. My mama looked so pretty. She was just sleeping. <laughs> my sister said. Mama, I really did love you. And she said it out loud. And I stood straight up, like, and looked over at her, like, huh? And I guess my cousin caught it. And she took me and made me go sit up. I, I, I don't know. I don't know where I would have went, but, you know, I, I don't know. But. Dr. Patton and, 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 and Papa Jerry, they both said it right. You got to honor and, and show them love and respect while they're alive. But, after, you know, afterwards, I learned how to celebrate her life. And I celebrate it every day while I'm alive. You know, I celebrate her. Now, I'm going to be going and calling up the ancestors and stuff like that. I ain't, I ain't doing that one. Mm, that's a little too much. Look, we ain't summoning mm-hmm. spirits. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is, she is sleeping with the ancestors. She is sleeping. Let her sleep. No, I don't need her to come back right now. No. You ain't calling up the African angels? You ain't no, I ain't doing that one either. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So I mean, that's another thing I got to write down for this week as we talk about, you know what I'm saying, the dead and the creepy stuff. Because, you know, there's that old, like, in this scripture, I think that, you know, the dead people are dead. But, you know, we also believe, you know, our ancestors sitting in mansions watching over our heads and they, they spirits and stuff. So we Jesus to called Lazarus' name for a reason. Jesus called Lazarus' name for a reason. Okay. And what was that reason, Mama Lynn? Tell them. Because tell them Lazarus was the first among the dead to come alive again last No. No, 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 no. You missing Okay, okay. Give me teach. You missing it. He only called Lazarus' name. Because if he had to say come forth, he would have come forth. Everybody that passed, Moses, all of them, David, everybody would have rose. No, he couldn't have done that. that. But but you know when he, but you know when Jesus was resurrected, there were other uh, dead saints that were seen too. Yes, there was Robert. I didn't know that. Hold on, (laughs) who, who was seen with that? Hold on, you said what? I'm revoking your profit card. I'm revoking. <laughs> no, don't do it, I'm Pastor. revoking it. I re- hold on. I'm I remember Jesus it. seeing people in the garden. Jesus seeing people in the garden, but I ain't know. Hold on. Other people came alive when Jesus yes. came back. Come on, man. Yes. That makes sense. Yes. Break it down. They were they were in a place because they were in a place called Sheol. A place of Sheol. Sheol like is a place. Like per exactly. Okay. Right. They had died in the Lord. They had died in the faith. 
So when I remember Jesus, those people. When, there, I thought those people were still dead in the faith. Like, well, hold on. Let's 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 break it down more. Let's break it down whoa. more. Uh, because Sheol actually is uh, is it's actually translated as grave. Okay, okay. So so let's make sure we understand that. Um, because when you read, when David says, "If I make my bed in hell," or he's saying in Sheol, thou art there. That's what he's saying. So what happens is, and let and let's go further, just from a, you know, and not and not because of all the doctoral stuff, and not, not because of my current theological uh, training that I'm going through even now. This I'm not trying to wear that hat. I just want to make sure I'm clear on that because a lot of stuff you can look it up, and, and it's it's a lot of information out there. So let me make sure I'm not sounding like some intellectual snob or theological snob. But I want to make sure it's clear a lot of where these traditions have come from. You know, especially now where they're kind of really coming to the forefront, Prophet Jerry, where we're talking about talking to ancestors and we're talking about manifesting and we're talking all this other stuff. It's 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 nothing new. It's just that now the devil knows that he's his time is short, so he has to ratchet up the misinformation. So when you understand when Jesus rose and there were recorded uh, sightings of other people that had passed away that people saw. OK, that's one. Second thing, you got to understand that there are three translations for hell uh, that has nothing to do with the lake of fire. Okay, so they are two different things. The Catholic Church and a lot of other different people, not just them, but what became the Catholic Church, but a lot of writings like Dante's Inferno and those kind of things try to circumvent the scriptures and basically explain the afterlife as something different because when Paul records it, he says that we should not sorrow because of those that are fallen, here's the word, asleep. You know, that were of the faith. So when we poetically say, or when Bone Thugs and Harmony, who worship the devil, but we won't do that today. I ain't gonna do that to y'all today. But uh when they wrote Crossroads. You know, and they did the video. You thinking that all these people are basically in white suits and they looking down and they looking down. All that is necromancy and all that stuff. Is it just does not exist? It's just not true. People, as Prophet Jerry was alluding to, the Sheol, the place of the grave, or their final resting place with with the spirit of God, is where they were. And when Jesus, when Paul talks about it in Ephesians four, he talks about Jesus descending into the, the innermost parts of the earth and setting captives free. Now, that's still a great mystery. I think that sometimes what we try to do is act as though scripture explains everything uh, in regards to that, and it does not. There are certain things that even Jesus told his disciples, look, some of this is going to be hidden from you because you can't bear it. Or when in Revelation, when Jesus is, is giving uh, this knowledge to John, he says, look, in certain stuff he told him not to write. So, so I, I'm I'm very cognizant of not trying to take the scripture and make it or scriptures and make them absolutes from a standpoint of saying there is absolute knowledge from a standpoint of what God reveals. If Jesus don't even know when he's coming back, how how can I say or we preach and a lot of apostolic say, oh, well, um, the, the, the church has got the community before Jesus come back. And the Bible don't say that people are making say that. And people are believing and we'll create these traditions. And that's another rabbit hole. But I'm just saying from a standpoint of just understanding it from a healthy theological perspective is that 
people are sleeping. The, 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 those in Christ and those that are not. Because that's why you got two judgments. Not five, not six, not five or six millennia and all this other stuff that we've been taught or people teach when they read the scriptures. Literally, uh, Paul said there is it's appointed once for man to die. And then after that, this is the judgment. That's the resurrection of the, those in Christ and then those that are not. And then the final resting place and all of the other stuff will be decided then. And there won't be a resting place because when you understand um you know, when you understand the lake of fire and, and how I see it, fire consumes, you know, this whole purgatory, the thing that the, the Catholics created is just not, it's not accurate, uh, just from that perspective. So, but that's just me, uh, based on what I've, I've studied and what I, what I truly believe. And I, and I think that when we talk about the dead and when we talk about how we celebrate uh, people's lives and those kind of things. That's one thing, but the confusion is always, well, what happened afterwards? Well, we just take the poetic uh, stance. Oh, grandmama and them, I talk to big mama and them every night, and then big mama show up and it's a demon, and, and you think it's big mama, you you don't know what to do. But anyway, we ain't gonna do that. We we we, we gonna we gonna we gonna let the folks that don't know these things that that still believe in some stuff. We gonna let y'all pray about that. But we just gotta help y'all understand that. Don't be going on calling on these spirits because you don't know what you are gonna call up in your. And what you might uh, what you might encounter, uh, help me out, Prophet Jerry. The, 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 help the people understand that some folks are playing with some stuff that they don't know. Yeah, but let me let me just say this as a caveat, uh, Prophet. Uh, you know, on the phone. I, I'm not gonna say this to you on the phone. Yeah, save it for him. We got we got to help our little brother, Prophet Jerry. You know, he said it. He he always understand. You know, all the fullness of. The, the, the aspects of how things are supposed to be when it comes to um, you know the scriptures and, and certain things. Be off the phone. Oh, Prophet Jerry just got on the phone. We just want to know you to get off the uh, off the phone, Prophet. My fault. My fault. They were trying to call me because technically I'm supposed to be in a virtual meeting at 10 o'clock so they were trying to call me and confirm so y'all can definitely, you know, continue to have the meeting. But y'all know it's really just talking about the dead today because I think, you know, we have so much spooky stuff in church. And it's like, I don't know. I be th thinking I'm weird, maybe because I'm a prophet, but I don't be scared of death. And people be like righteously fearful. People be scared. I, and that's why I said earlier in the call, like, if the Lord take me today, I'm ready. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm ready. Prophet, that's because, that's because a lot of us grew up. They made death scary when we was growing up. Did but what happened to the part of the Bible, Mama Lynn? Mama Lynn, and I hear that. But what happened to that part of the Bible that said death had no sting? Okay, but you probably didn't learn that until you become an adult. Most of us did. When we realized stuff, I was like, wow. I was really gullible right back then. But we had to grow up and learn it. So, you know, if, if, if you don't teach it correctly, you're going to have a bunch of scared people running around here. But we got to teach it correctly. Like Halloween. Halloween wasn't me. October was meant for the month of harvest. They had a harvest feast. Then somebody decided to turn the harvest feast into Halloween. 
Why? Who put that in their head and they know she to do that? So then it becomes what? Scary and demonic. So, you know, we have to learn what, how it started and where it stemmed from and then grow from it. You know, just like, like I said, there was a reason Jesus called Lazarus' name only. Because for a long time I said, well, if, if, why did he do that? But then I had to go back and learn. And then somebody was preaching on it. And, and when they said it and they taught it, bells went off in my head. Oh, I get it. I get it. Because if he, he had just said, arise, grandmama and them would have got up. You talking on me? No, you good. I was listening because I never would have thought about it like that. Because a lot of us have not been taught on death. You know, even when we go to funerals, most of us as young people, we be like, oh, well, y'all up here crying and acting a fool and y'all didn't like this person. Me, I be going to funerals and maybe it's just because I'm still young, I be going to funerals and be like, well, hey, there was a blessing to me. Because I mean, it's like, y'all know this part of my weekend, we rewind, but y'all know I was in revival all week. And it's kind of like one of the older preachers said, like, we eulogize to, you know, honor the person. But we don't, what's the word I want to use? We don't utilize, eulogize or preach to actually, you know, celebrate their life. And that's what the funeral is for. And I think we're so busy trying to bury them and get over our grievances of them being dead that we don't, like, we don't take into account of the value that they brought and celebrate, okay, well, this may be the end of the value that they brought, but let's celebrate their, their value. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I, get it. I get it. I get it. We like, at my mama funeral, Mama Lynn, I ain't gonna care, man. And maybe because my mama's still alive and I'm I'm still a little young and I just could be talking from inexperience. But when my mama passed, I know they're gonna ask me to preach her funeral. And guess what? I'm gonna preach it down. I'm gonna I'm gonna praise God from the heavens of of, of I'm gonna I'm talking about we're gonna have a time. Because I wish, like, I don't know. Like granted, I'm gonna be sad because it is my mama, but at the same time. Oh, I'm going to celebrate. Oh, I'm going to preach. Oh, I'm going to, we going to work heaven up. Is that wrong? Well, like, I things know, like that? I know one of my uncles, uh, uh, he, had, he had told me the plans in case he died. He said he wanted to uh, die young, be a good-looking corpse. <laughs> and I used to laugh. I was like, okay, whatever. But uh, he didn't want no funeral. He said, can't nobody preach his, do his eulogy. They didn't live his life. Yeah. Yeah. So we did. We just had visitation. Took him out to the cemetery and buried him like he asked for. We did what he wanted. But uh, even with my mom, um, the pastor that we had got a, got new, he did a beautiful job eulogizing my mother, and he never met her, but he had talked to people around the church that knew her, 
So he had got an insight on who this woman was. He met her once because he went out to the nursing home to see her. But he had got an insight and he had understood that she broke bread with a lot of people. She brought a lot of people to Christ. So, you know, I de- it, 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 it depends. You know, Micah did his father's funeral, and he celebrated his life. Yeah, I remember that. Michael even told us about it. Being yeah. a beacon and a light. Yeah. You know, you can eulogize them in a certain way. But, you know, like, like most ministers, they'll tell you in a minute. I can't do nothing for them. They gone. But I can give you a word. To carry you on. So by the time you get here, you can then get what you were supposed to do and got yourself together. So that's where most of them are coming from now. Trying to get get into these young people. Hey, I this ain't no joke. This for real. So that's where I'm at. Uh, Papa, you sound like you done made it to work and you got your meeting to go to. No, I didn't. And that's what I'm saying. I got to pause and get on up off of here. So we're going to go ahead and close this on out because um, I'm technically late. So y'all can stay on here if y'all want to, but I got to get on up off of here. So I'm going to pray real quick um, and we're going to reconvene because I'm extremely late and this is an emergency. Father God, we thank you for this room. We thank you for this space. We thank you for the grace that you have given us in this place. God, we ask that you'll be with us even as we go throughout the rest of our day. God, rest and reign over our day and have your way. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I love y'all. I'm praying for y'all. This room See is you ended. tomorrow. Three, two, one. See you tomorrow, Mama Lynn. Bye.